Ah, December. Oh, the Christmas season. The Kimber. The holidays. Horror days. Holidays. The holidays. It's December. It's the holiday season. Yes, it is. You know, when I was little, I um, I always kind of dreaded the question, what do you want for Christmas? You know? Yeah, same. I don't know. There's a lot of pressure involved in having to decide what it is, the kind of gifts you're going to get for the remainder of the year. I don't know. It's it's a lot to ask a young mind. Especially when you're caught off guard. Like, it's it's one thing if you've been thinking of a thing all year. It's another thing when it's like, I don't know. There was something I wanted a couple months ago, and then I just thought, I'll never get that, and I forgot, you know? But I remember being young and... uh when I was losing my teeth, because that's the thing that human beings do, I I dreaded... Weird, weird clarification, weird clarification, <laughs> but go on. I always hated the Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. Yeah. That one. Hated that song, because it felt like a personal affront, like an attack at me. Because you wanted your two front teeth, or? Uh, no, because it felt like I'm just a kid living my normal human life, <laughs> losing teeth. Second clarification on the, <laughs> on the species you are, but go on. And this song is going to point it out to me, and now every time this year that someone asks what I want for Christmas, they're going to be like, oh, your two front teeth, and I'm going to be like, no, that will happen naturally. I'd like a Game Boy Advanced. I know this year. I want a Game Boy Advance, please. Do you remember any of your Christmas wishes? Anything you you wanted for Christmas? Uh, I remember wanting a DS one year and getting that. That was really nice. For those listening, let's say a Nintendo DS stood for dual screen. Really? I never knew that. It's really obvious. Yeah. I assume. It fits. It had two screens. Did have two screens. So you asked and got that. Got it. And like four video games to go with it. Was it all the different versions of Nintendogs? Uh, there was really one version, I think. No, there were multiple uh, versions. There were multiple dogs you could get. Yeah, but you chose the dog at the start of the game. There were multiple dog versions, but go on. Okay, you're right, you're right. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was like, oh, here's the Beagle Nintendogs or whatever. You're right. Um, no, I did get Nintendogs, which was the only game I asked for and the only one I wanted. And then I got some other games that were promising, but not that good. Like, Go we, on. we were always really into Roller Coaster Tycoon on the PC. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really good on the PC. It's not good on the DS. That's what I learned. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon Zoo is actually like Zoo Tycoon. On the DS, Wait, did no good. Call, did you just call it Roller Coaster <laughs> Tycoon in my, Zoo Edition? That's the thing. In my brain, there is only Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> that's the only Tycoon yeah, game. Well, and you know, you're not far off, honestly. Um, you know, did you know Roller Coaster Tycoon, like the original? I've, and I'm probably speaking out of hat, but we don't do fact checking on this. But I'm pretty certain Roller Coaster Tycoon was made by like one dude who was like he just got the physics down right on it. 
And um, holy shit, he's like, I can make a roller coaster. I'm make a whole game out of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. It was so much fun. You can make your own roller coaster. Watch the people die. I was bad at that. I could never make a roller coaster. Really? Yeah. I. Uh, it was hard for sure. Like it goes too fast, and suddenly all your people fly off in a fiery death, or it's just simple and no fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. where the cheat codes come in, you know? Oh. You got to get the cheat code where you have infinite money. Yeah, I feel like simulation games are the best to have cheat codes because that's what we want to cheat at is life. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a simulation game that I really would like you to play at some point. It's called Power Washer Simulator. Oh, that sounds delightful. That sounds refreshing. It's, uh, it's, it's very, very enjoyable. I think you would get quite the kick out of it, Donna. So uh, I mostly just told the story, long and rambling. Do you remember, is there anything you really wanted for Christmas and you got it? Nothing funny that I can think of. I don't think the DS was that funny, but you made it fun. Well, I don't know. I, I remember, yeah, I don't remember. I know, I mean, I got, I got stuff and I know I asked for stuff and I know I got some of the stuff I asked for, but I don't remember... Anything that really majorly stood out as far as, like, I would like this and then it was received. Um, I'm sure there was. That makes me probably a pretty... Well, well, how about something that you didn't ask for that ended up actually being really good? I really feel like I should be able to think of something. I was very fortunate in getting gifts as a child, and I don't remember a damn one of them right now. I can feel my parents rolling <laughs> in their beds because they're they're both still with us at the moment. Oh my god! That's I'm not I'm not on my A game. I don't know what's up. Um, hello, everybody. We're we're as you can definitely tell by this um, totally normal length intro. <laughs> This is The Bargain Den. It's your weekly source of the financial advice in the form of us watching movies and telling you whether or not to watch these movies or not. And my name is Brandon. My name is Donna. And my high spirits are due to the high spirits of the film we watched for this holiday season. You know it and you love it. 1983's Bob Clark's A Christmas Story. Directed by Bob Burt Clark. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. This 40s family fun time is going to be spoiled over the next handful of moments. So if you haven't seen it, catch it on your local television network. Yeah, if you have cable TV, this shit's all over right now. Ralphie is a small boy. (laughs) Yeah? He wants a BB gun, Red Rider edition, 200 horsepower, baby. (laughs) Horsepower. But that's because that's how many horses it can put down. This motherfucker (laughs) wants a gun. And it's America in the 40s. But he's going to shoot his eye out. And his brother is Randy and his mom is mom and dad is dad. And Mm -hmm. they're the family of this film. And it's all about Ralphie just really trying to finagle his way into getting this Galdern BB gun for Christmas. But everybody thinks he shouldn't because he's a bad boy. Not like with sunglasses and a leather jacket, but he's just kind of a shit. And so is his... (laughs) Gross fucking little brother, <laughs> Randy. They named their fucking kids Ralphie and Randy. 
in here, Ralph and Randy. You're going to accomplish a lot at your local car dealership. Ralph and Randall. Hey, everybody get down for Ralph and Randall's Red Rams. We got all kinds of Dodge pickups. Get out. You get your fucking trucks. All kinds of Dodge pickups. His, his teacher says he'll shoot your eye out. His mom says it. The Santa even fucking says it. Santa's the dude who just wants off work, and he fucking curb stomps Ralphie down a slide and says no. <laughs> Inevitably, the neighbor dogs ruin the fucking meal, and they have to go eat at a Chinese restaurant that's a little outdated. I mean, of all the things in the movie... It was a little outdated, the <laughs> accents they do, but it's a sweet ending to this film. And he gets his BB gun, and, which is, oh, I yeah. mean, that's the ending, right? Well, he gets and it. he shoots a thing and it ricochets and almost shoots his eye out, but then doesn't, so he lies, and yeah. He gets away with it, this little shit. Um, all right, let's talk. Did you like the movie? Uh. I think it's important for us to know we've both seen this movie before. Yeah. Uh, I watched it for the first time in third grade at school. They showed it to us for Christmas. They were like, Ralphie's nine or something. And you're like nine or something. They did swears in this movie, though. They did. And whenever he did the fudge, like the teachers warned us about it and like paused and skipped forward but like it was a vcr and they had issues with it and they couldn't really and it was i don't think there's anything worse than parent censorship like i like that that they don't even say the word ever in the movie ever they say fudge well that's they didn't want a bunch of third graders going like oh fudge yeah, exactly. I, I stubbed my fudging toe. Yeah. I hate my fudging life. But what happened was we were all like, ooh, fudge. That's a good one. We're going to get under their skin. Anyway, I guess that is to say I did enjoy this movie, actually. It was nice to watch it all the way through as an adult and be like, oh, a Christmas story. And now I don't think I need to watch it again for another 10 or 15 or 30 years. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, this is my first time actually sitting down and watching it since I was a child. Again, I've seen it on because it plays 24-7 in the United States on a certain channel. Um, it, I This is my first time watching it as a parody of as an 80s parody of the 40s. <laughs> and I liked that. That was pretty fun. That was that was something I enjoyed. Um, it's fine. It's wholesome. I I said at the start of it, it has a lot, has some major make America great again energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't, I feel like I said the, that phrase too loud in our apartment here in Bangkok, Thailand. Let's see what some other people have to say. Lucy. Box, 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 dear. Lucy said, five stars. Ha, my father just tried to put on some other movie that wasn't a Christmas story. I just shut his ass the fuck down. We're on 24-hour Christmas story lockdown. Yep, that's what Christmas is like in the States, for anyone who doesn't know. Maria gave it four stars and said, the fuck is up with these kids in this Christmas movie being straight-up psychopaths? Fair. I feel like that's accurate, though. Kids are just psychopaths, period. It's true. Come at me, bro. Lastly, Silent Dawn gave it five stars and said, 
94, I think that's out of 100. Nothing captures the essence of Christmas like the scene where the dad is struggling and uttering obscenities to himself while decorating the tree. All true. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a Christmas story. Um, uh, eat the plate, little piggy. Eat oink, your- oink. How does the piggy I hated it. See, I didn't want you to play with it. How does my piggy eat? I fucking oh. hate that. I don't like... I have a thing. If you're listening to this, I there's a chance... You probably are. I don't like food touching, like, any part of me. I don't like it. <laughs> it upsets me so badly. And it's unfortunate because a lot of my favorite foods are finger foods or foods that require hands like pizza. I like burritos. I like chicken wings. (laughs) But here's the thing. I have to almost obsessively clean my hands and face while eating those. So to see this little (laughs) six-year-old shithead not, not eat his mashed potatoes, meatloaf, and I don't know, probably Brussels sprouts, an honest-to-God American meal, and instead try to make the volcano from Joe versus the volcano and refuse to eat until his mother says, eat it, you little pig shit. Eat it. (laughs) Shove your face in it and eat it. And he goes, I would love to do that. And he just takes the plate and goes, and she just laughs and laughs and says, yeah, you little pig shit. You like that, don't you? I, in that scene, am the father and Ralphie looking at at Randy's fucked up little ugly face covered in mashed potatoes and ground beef and I assume some ketchup. And the father looks away and I fucking hate it. The rest of the movie's pretty good, but I hate that scene. I hate it so much. So long. It lasts so long, and she is so happy. This one brief moment where she's not forced. It's also the scene is following the moment where she just wants to sit down and eat, but both her husband and her shithead little son Ralphie are both like, "Can I have some more, please?" And because it's 1940s America, the second she sits down, she has to get up and get her the men in her life more food, and then one of. That's two of them. And then one of them refuses to eat like a normal fucking human being. And this is the third time we're going to make it seem as though Don and I are aliens on this particular episode. (laughs) He won't do it. And he just shoves his face in it. And he laughs a genuine laugh of a six-year-old. I think that the kids in this film were probably scarred for fucking life. Let's go to the goddamn clearance aisle. I am livid. I'm irate right now. (laughs) Let's go find some Xanax. In the clearance aisle? I don't think it's Xanax that's gonna that I think that I think that like makes you not sad. And I'm not sad, I'm angry. Let's let's go find No, I we already back from the clearance aisle. That was the pause of that. That's um that's good because I didn't find any Xanax. I found some mesh perturders. Yum yum yum. Gonna make me go on another tirade about (laughs) Irma Gerd. Okay. Good. What? (laughs) But was it frugal? 
No, Christmas is not frugal inherently. I yeah. love I love friends. I love family. I love getting them gifts. But the fact that we have like to close out the year be like, oh, fuck, I got to I got to do the dang thing. I Oh no, I have to spend all the money that I have left for the entire year on buying material items for people so they know that I love them. And here's the thing. I love I like gifts are so much fun. And if you see something for someone and you're like, that's totally their jam, then do it. But don't just buy something because you feel like the world is making you do it. Do it because you want to do it. And yeah, that's that's my two cents. I'm fucking livid, Donna. What is up? What what do you what do you what, what's going There's on? There's a lot in this movie. There's a lot. To be mad about. I don't know. And it's I, all I disguised. really enjoyed it. Like, again. It's, it's all disguised and like, ha ha, we're having such a good time. How funny. Oh, satire. And it's like, actually, I'm really upset right now. This was all disturbing in a way. Like, and it, the fact that it's disturbing itself is upsetting. It's like, ah, that doesn't feel like it should have got under my skin, but it did. Ooh, it did. It did. Yeah. I was very visibly unhappy whenever we began watching this film. <laughs> uh, we we rolled for it, it randomly, yeah. to be honest. Th this was a random pull. We weren't even trying, like, we weren't even in the holiday section. This was, we rolled how many things, we rolled what platform, we rolled how many rows down, how many slots to the right, this is what we got. And Donna tried to give me an out because I was in such a foul state about the fact we had to watch this movie. She said we could maybe swap the numbers, and I I could not go against the die. I feel as though in the past when we tried to do that and go against whatever the dice said we were going to be watching, it went poorly. So I stomached it and watched this fucking movie. That, that's where <laughs> it felt a little out of place. I felt like I, should, I wanted to come in like hot against it again. And again, I actually very much enjoyed it. I had a good time watching this movie for the first time in, uh, you know, almost two decades. So uh, Christmas is not frugal. We've determined that much. I think uh, your neighbor's dogs running through your house rampant, destroying your kitchen table and eating your Christmas dinner is also not frugal. Uh, I think that's honestly, if I understood this correctly, that's because Ralphie and his mom left the door open. After he hit his head? Yes. Hit his head, you know, because he actually shot himself, but icicle, whatever. Um, that's not frugal for a lot of reasons. For one, it let all the dogs in and they ruined everything. And for two, all the hot air went out and they are already struggling with that boiler, you know? It's a tough life. And the more you make that boiler work, the more you're going to struggle with it and the sooner you're going to have to repair or replace it. It is not frugal. Close the damn door. Did you grow up in a barn? I was I was about to put all my anger behind me and then I'm checking on some thrifty trivia right now. Thrifty trivia. And the family eats meatloaf, red cabbage, and mashed potatoes for every dinner, every <laughs> night in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so angry all over again. It's 1940, baby. Ugh. <laughs> every dinner except for christmas which they're they're not able to eat i love that i love that that's hilarious <laughs> ralphie says that he wants the stupid bb gun 28 times in the movie i guess that's more frugal than not 
I mean, it's the point of the movie, and it drives home his kid-like mentality. This movie has a billion trivia about it. Which yeah, is- because it plays 24-7 for like three weeks straight in America every year. Everyone's like, damn, I've seen this scene 8,000 times, and you know what? Come to think of it. As of 2021, this movie now airs on Cartoon Network. What? That's pretty bananas to me. It's not a cartoon. Okay. Thrifty driven, no. I guess that is thrifty because people obviously want it if it's playing 24-7. So Cartoon Network's like, you know what? We'll get a piece of that pie. It's funny because it, it only plays 12 times through the 24-hour marathon, which makes sense. Yeah, two hours-ish commercials. <sighs> <laughs> yeah? Having fun. I can feel it. I can feel the Christmas spirit and the fun. Wow. How nice. It's one of the 1,001 movies that you see before you die, according to Stephen Schneider said that. Which one is Stephen Schneider? He's the guy who wrote the book 1,001 Movies to See Before You Die. Why is he credentialed to do that? I don't fucking know. I don't know. There's somebody. This is the last one. I just think this is kind of interesting. For the scene where Flick's tongue is stuck to the flagpole, a hidden suction tube was used to safely create the illusion. The illusion. The illusion. That his tongue had frozen to the metal. I'm going to say that's frugal as fuck, actually. I would say so because I, I, I didn't know how they did that. And I was like, they really stick this little boy's tongue to a pole. Because the way he screamed... It felt like he was really stuck to the pole. And he was like pulling in a way that really felt like he was stuck. I, I, I gotta, I mean, again, hats off to the actors of this film. They really showed up to work, all of them. And it's a goofy little flick. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm so hot headed about it. I, I don't know what it is that's gotten under my skin about it, but I apologize. It's, it's a great, Great movie. Way to go, Robert Clark. Bob, Bobby, Bobby Clark. You know, whatever else, I got to say, I feel like Bob Clark was really able to capture a kid mind exceptionally well. And not even in a demeaning way. It was just like, yeah, it's about right. It's true. Before this, he did Porky's. Classic. Teen sex comedy Porky's. (laughs) Is that really what it is? Yes. Love that. What a, what a, what a, yeah, okay. If I'm not mistaken, in that film, some young boys cut a hole into the wall of the lady's shower room, shower locker room. No. Porkies. No. Ew, no. Because they like to pork, Donna, is the thing. But what, Brandon, what do they do with the hole? They look through it. Ugh. What do you? What did you think they would do? Well, they could stick their dicks through it. It's called Porky's. <laughs> I would I want, almost be better in some ways. I want that as my ringtone. Is me going? Well, what do you think they'd do with it? Well, they could stick their dicks through it. <laughs> Come on, glory Brandon. hole. Obviously, Porky's. All right. <laughs> is this movie frugal? I just like how you said it a little sing-songy that time. Porky's. <laughs> We're watching Porky's next week, everybody. No. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Fuck, I opened the news app instead of the podcast app. <laughs> Oopsie doopsie. Thanks, some people, Is please. this movie frugal? Oh, I forgot. That's why we're here. I forgot we were recording a podcast. 
No, it's not. Yeah, there's a lot of destruction and capitalism with no actual gain other than throwing your hard-earned cash. Like, they they had a lot of house repairs that needed to be done. He had an old car that was breaking down on him. He had an old boiler that was breaking down on him. And they spent money on, like, way too many obnoxious gifts that no one really wanted or needed there was literally one gift that each of them wanted and i don't think the wife even got any gifts <laughs> like honestly so like mm. tana you and i might be a couple of scrooges we might be a couple of scrooges oh, scrooge mcducks over here nope just scrooge oh but i want to be quack quack and you're a baby duck it fits scrooge mcduck was the rich one scrooge was Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, no, but like, wouldn't it be better if we were rich and miserly? Yeah, but like, that's the whole, th- I mean, Cause we're, we're not. frugal. Oh, that's true. That's true. Scrooge McDonald. Will you thank quack, some people? Quack. Oh, the lesson. Don't celebrate <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> thank you, Sarah Anastasia, for our artwork. Thank you, The Lounge Kittens, for our theme song, intro, outro, mid-reel. Thank you, Jack3245, for being our bargain heir. I beat you to it. Damn it. Thank you, Donna, for being my co-host and, and doing welcome. this Ding Dang podcast with me. Thank you, cats, for howling and ruining every fucking <laughs> thing we try and do. Just kidding. We love them dearly. Thank you, everybody, for getting that. I, this is all just a bit. I'm not feeling any of the heat that I'm spitting onto this mic. Love At all. It. At all. Um, yay, Christmas. Yay, Christmas. You feel in the spirit. I We're here. It. Wow. It's I so exciting. The Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh, I got to pull up the page. I think that's it. Is there anything else we got to do before we go? Uh, besides you, the outro thing? Did you think the lounge kittens? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, if you liked this episode, share it with a friend, especially if they're a, a Scrooge McDuck type. Quack, quack. We'll be back next week for a new episode. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. All right, here I got you a 2021 Panini Score Football Jumbo Pack Fat Pack Sealed. 40 cards in this motherfucker. Look for Trevor <laughs> Lawrence and Justin Fields. Rookie autograph cards in this thing. That's 40 cards, 1550. Now, if I was a Gary V, I'd say, you know, maybe you gotta really gotta put it into the cards and get the worth out of it, you know? What the fuck's the Panini part for? That's the company that makes them. See, if you actually like looked into it, and you'd see Panini's a really thing. It's really great. And you know, not you're gonna, frugal. You're gonna the get chances. A lot, you, no, you're gonna get a lot of these packs, and you're gonna eat a lot of shit. Just getting pack after pack. That's the thing. The chances of getting something worth your money too low. Not frugal. Don't get it. <laughs> But you ain't got the guts She keeps nagging at you now